All right, welcome to today's show. And we're going to talk about the asset on the farm in our personal lives, in our, you know, everywhere. We just utilize it poorly. And by utilizing this asset wisely, it can save us money. It can make us money. It can make us better people. So let's get into it. I have a love-hate relationship with marketing. Really? I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm farm-based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So, time is what we want most, but we use the worst. This is a quote from William Penn, one of the founders of the great state of Pennsylvania back in 1690 or something like that. And it is absolutely true. There is a, a, a there's a, a, a phrase. Good enough is good enough, and in farming, in marketing, in whatever we're doing, good enough is good enough. But sometimes it isn't good enough. So you know, learning that balance is a tough thing. Learning to manage our time wisely. Learning to do the things that are important well enough that it it matters. And I mean, I'll tell you a quick story of my own life when I was a kid. I was a little kid. Mom, heck, from the time I can ever remember, my mom worked two jobs. She was a a school teacher, and she'd come home from teaching school all day, and then she would teach piano until 8, 9 o'clock at night. This was a common thing. I mean, four days a week, five days a week, she did this every night. And my dad, after he retired from the chemical industries, he he worked, he owned his own business as an insurance agency. And he worked all the time. And when he wasn't working, he was passionate about the library in our system. He believed everybody had, you know, should have the right to have access to information. It was the thing that made us all, that that equalized everything. And so he was passionate about it. But, you know, how do you manage that time? And they, they, at one point, got to, got to a point, they both worked, you know, mom's working two jobs, dad's working, plus doing his, his thing for the, the library board and, they hired somebody to come help mom clean the house once once a week or once every other week, something like that. The lady they hired, her name was Ollie, and I just loved Ollie. I mean, she was so kind and so generous and always had a smile on her face, even when I'm sure she did not. She wasn't happy. I don't know. But to me, she was always so kind and so generous and, and loving and I just thought of her like she was part of the family. I mean, we all did. Uh, Mom and dad both. We all just, you know, she'd sit down and eat with us, and we just we just loved her. Well, as I got older and I went to school, Lolly retired, and I moved away to college, went on with my career. And when I'd come home, I'd tell myself, you know what? I need to go see Ollie. Man, I'm, I, I, haven't, I haven't hugged her neck in a long time. I need to go see her. Well, I mean, you come home from school, I got a long weekend or, you know, a few days, spend some time with mom and dad, go see some friends, weekend, long weekend's over, got to go back to school, got to go back to work. Didn't see Ollie. Well, I mean, time goes on, time passes. I finally get home and I say, you know what, I'm going to go down and see Ollie this week. Mom says, you can't. Ollie passed away. This hit me really, really hard. I think it was the first time in my life where in a meaningful way the poor management or 
poor management of time or the poor prioritization of what's important had a permanent F in the grade column. I mean, you know, when you're young, everything can wait till tomorrow because tomorrow's, man, you got all the tomorrows in the world and then until you don't. And we see people who, you know, who die young and, you know, we have to learn that prioritization. And in farming and in marketing, it's the same thing as in life. We have to learn how to prioritize what's important and be able to see clearly, even if it's only at the moment we're, we're seeing it, we have to be able to see, we have to be able to understand what's important to us. And I am a, I am a big fan of introspection. I'm a big fan of, and every once in a while you got to sit down and Take a few minutes to yourself and think about what's important in your life. It, it, it's important to think about what's important. But when you sit down and you start understanding that priority, you have to balance a lot of things. For example, and I know we talk farm marketing, but this is kind of a big life lesson. If you want to be a great father, well, it takes a lot of time. But you also have to provide for your children, which takes a lot of time. So how do we make that balance between working and spending time? And so we learn there's a balance that has to be – there's a balance that ha – it's a balancing act we have to make to be able to make that judgment and that time and make it – so it makes sense. I mean, you know, you have to learn how much, when is, and this is, this is sort of the question we have to ask ourselves. And it's the one that if we can answer it, we're, we're, we're already have taken a big step in it. When is good enough, good enough. And then knowing when it's not, uh, you know, <laughs> thought of the story the other day, we, my kids were little. They, you know, they would, you know, kids, they, they, they bicker back and forth. And I have always been one that we work as a team. We work as a team. And I went out and I told my kids, I said, you know what? I don't care who started it. I don't care who is to blame. We're going to work as a team. And I don't want you to come back in and to, you know, you finish this job, and the job is simple. I don't like the firewood stacked where it is. I want it moved over here, and you guys will do it together. And I taught them a lesson on how to stack firewood. We stack firewood with the bark side up and got it moved over, and I came out and looked at it, and they were still, they were still bickering a little bit, and I said, you know, that firewood needs to be moved back where it was. I think it was better there. So, but you learn that lesson of when is good enough because good enough meant it had to be stacked, had to have the bark side up, and they learned that's good enough. They also learned that where the firewood should be stacked, I think, They'll, that we laugh about this now. But the, the idea of understanding a job, what the job is, what it entails, and what makes that job, what makes it a job done well versus perfection. 
Well, if it's perfection, do we have to shave the wood down into perfect squares so it stacks evenly with the bark left on one side? What is the, you know, there is perfection in everything. But if it takes us, if it takes us, let's just use, if we've got 10 hours to do a job and it takes us two hours to get that job to 80% of perfect, then we have to spend eight hours on getting that job that rest of the 20% to, to perfect. And it's that balance of understanding, you know, there's a, there is a, an economy that can be had in understanding what, when it is good enough. And it's a tough balance. I mean, um, I, I tell people all the time, I don't work. Money doesn't really motivate me a whole lot. Doesn't make me work harder doesn't make me a better employee. But when I run another company and when a client comes in and wants to pay a bunch of money for a project and they want they want to really the quality of my work does not go up by the amount of money that you pay. But what it does is it allows me to allocate more time to it and so I have learned to be able to build my work so that very quickly I get to that 80% and then I can spend the rest of that time that's available getting it better and better and better. I don't work any harder for the person, for the company that pays me a whole bunch of money versus the guy that comes to me with 50 bucks and says, I, I need help. I don't work any harder for the big check than I do for the little check. Now I can probably allocate more time for the big check because that's just the, the nature of, of business. I can allocate more time. I can allocate more resources to it because there's enough resources to do that. When there's $50, I can't allocate a lot of time and resources, but I don't work any less, less diligently. I don't treat that project any less important. I mean, unless you consider time, and that's the thing that we have to consider. There is a balance. We build, we put in a bunch of fence a few years ago, and just me and my wife and my kids, and we put in, oh, it was probably, I don't know, five, six miles of fence. And we put in um, steel post, two and, a, two and three eighths oil filled pipe, driven two and a half, three feet in the ground welded our we kind of did our own fencing system where all of our all of the holders for our insulators are welded on and then the insulators are friction fit and it took a little bit of time we ran around and welded and we drove pipe and we did all this stuff and you know could we have built the fence faster yep could we have built a fence better yep but we got to that set that that thing where good enough is good enough and we, that fence gives us very little maintenance. We have very little maintenance on that because we did a good job building it. Now we have wire down from time to time. Got to fix it. But it's a quick and easy job because of the way we built it. But when we start to think about good enough is good enough, when we talk about marketing our farms, well, then we really have to think, about, really understand what good enough means. And we sort of have to because if you're farming, you did not get into the business of farming so that you could market stuff. You didn't. But we have to do it. 
we have to market our farm. So what are the things we can do where we can understand what is good enough and have that line? And it's a, it's a line that comes – understanding that line comes from experience a little bit. And we talk about this in our, in our marketing community. And we, we try to coach people and we try to help farms understand that, that, that balance of, you know, how to build something that is good enough, that gets you where you want to, where you want to be. But it doesn't take that extra 80%. We get to that 80% with 20% of the time. Because as we all know, you know, the old adage, time is money. It, it, it you know, again, I'm not really driven by money I mean I like money don't get me wrong but it doesn't motivate me so you know allocation of resources time is my biggest resource ask my team when you know if something wastes my time or I feel like it wasn't a valuable use of my time that probably gets me a little hotter under the collar than anything else because I don't have that. I only have so much of it. I don't know when it ends. I hope it's a long time. But understanding that when we're doing our marketing, and we teach things in our in our community about branding toolkits and building these these pockets of information that we can access quickly so that we can market our business and not spend two hours, you know, looking for a logo. We can do things quickly. We can understand requirements quickly so that we can make very quick, very easy decisions. And by doing that, we've maybe we get to that 85% or we get to that 90% in 20% of the time. And that's really the key is understanding when good enough is good enough. And when it's not, I see people who fail in the marketing of their business, they fail mostly because of two reasons. And it's knowledge and resources. And in today's world, if you're managing the the marketing of a farm, you have to have some knowledge, man. You have to have it. I, I wish it was, you know, wish it was easier to get. But you've got to have a little bit of knowledge. And then you have to manage the resources wisely. You know, time is uh, Parkinson, and I've talked a lot about this 80-20 thing, but there was a guy named Parkinson. Uh, he was a, a naval historian and published a book called Parkinson's Law. And the, the thing that really brought – and it really brought him to notoriety, but it was this – he coined this phrase that work will expand so as to fill all available time. And, I mean, think about it. It's true. It is so absolutely true. I mean, work will expand so as to fill all available time. Knowing how to balance that time and learning processes that help us manage our time better and Let's talk about it. Let, let's think about it this way. If you have to deliver 
and I'll use cattle because we, we run a small cattle ranch, if we have to deliver a finished beef for a family to the processor on a certain day, we have what's called a deliverable. In, in the business world, we call it a deliverable. I have to deliver that one cow to the processor on a specific day. Well, I've got to make sure that that cow is being fed, it's being taken care of, that, it's, that it has all of the, the nutrients it's needing, and it's a long-term process. And over the time it takes, I'm spacing all of the work out. I'm feeding every day. I'm making sure hay's out there and that it's got hay and it's got grass. And, you know, I have X number of, I have X amount of time to do this and I have to deliver. It doesn't matter what it is. I have an appointment on whatever date that is and I've got to deliver it. Well, so that family can have their beef three weeks later. But understanding that deliverable, It's pretty important. Think about that in our marketing. If you understand your deliverables and you can come up with ways that save you time. And let's talk about, you know, let's say you are a small farm and you're just starting to promote yourself on Facebook. Free place to promote your farm. Great idea. Understanding the deliverable is pretty important. So to make a post on Facebook, you probably need a picture. You need to have some text written about what, what that picture is about. And you have to have understand a goal of what that post is supposed to do. And I mean, I'm not saying it's, you know, there's this whole con there's this whole discussion on social media of, you know, should we be posting transactional posts or should we be posting, you know, community or branding or, you know, what we're doing. And there are strategies and reasons to do to do a lot of it. You know, to there are strategies behind each method. But if you don't understand what your goal is, you're just posting pictures to post pictures and you're posting cute stuff and you're having fun and whatever, it doesn't, you know, does that post meet your goal? Well, again, understanding our deliverables and then allocating our time towards that goal is important. And again, our community, we talk a lot about this. We talk, we're going to, we're talking about these things because they're important if, you know, do we do we post just to post? Do we, you know, does the picture have our brand in it somewhere? So we're building a brand. So, for example, if we've got a farm sign and we're taking a cute picture of a, you know, cute picture, maybe our farm sign's in the background. So we've got some branding in there. Okay, well, that's planned. We planned to have that. Do we have a, for example, if we're posting on Facebook, well, one picture, well, that gets us one day and it's done. What's next? So we build plans. So, you know, we create and we talk about this a lot is social media calendars. So we understand every week we need to post, you know, cute animal picture, beautiful picture of food, um, you know, whatever it is. And we're going to do this every week. We can start to build. Hey, now we can start to get efficient by taking three pictures at the same time, coming up with our post structure and scheduling it. Man, now we've done all of our work very rapidly. We've gotten that 80 plus percent 
of perfection. And we did it quickly. Now we're ahead of the curve. Uh, look at it in a different way. If you, you know, if you are, you know, if you have to, let's say you are, um, you grow strawberries. Got a good friend, had a strawberry farm here for years. Planning is, you know, it's a, it's a huge deal in saving time. Laying out your farm properly, laying out the rows properly so that you can efficiently you know, harvest, laying out. I mean, you plan all of this so that you can do it efficiently. When we talk about marketing, we have to talk about the same things. We have to lay our marketing out. We have to lay our plans out efficiently because we want to allocate enough time to do it at that 80 plus percent. And we want to understand what that is. You know, again, judgment I talk about, you know, we talk a lot about how to judge when it's good enough. I'm a perfectionist. Man, it has been the hardest lesson to learn when good enough is good enough and, again, when it isn't. I have a client. They require perfection. They require it. I mean, no, no joke. This is a big, big, big deal kind of kind of client. They require perfection, and so we have to be very diligent in our approach to the time it takes to do that. Because remember, it takes twenty percent of the time to get to eighty percent. It takes the other eighty percent to get to that perfection. It is very hard to attain perfection. There are very few, very few times where you will attain perfection. It's, it's, it doesn't come around very often. But most people, back when I was uh, in, the, in the entertainment industry quite a bit, most people can't tell the difference in good versus great. Most people, for most of us, that 80% is far better than we would expect. It's for those rare people that hear that, that extra 20%, hear the difference. And so... You know, when we understand that, we can make judgments on when it's good enough. We provide some checklists in our community where we give people a checklist to go through. Say you're going to advertise your farm and you're actually going to spend some money advertising. This is a, you know, this is a, a, a we have to be very efficient with the outlay of money. It's one thing if we're doing Social, and you'll hear me talk about this, I'm sure, and over the, the course of this podcast, talking about a uh, poem. It's a, 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 an anagram, or, you know, it's a, a, an anagram for paid, owned, and earned media. So, owned media and earned media, man, those are great. Those are wonderful. Paid media, we're talking about hard cash going out the door that has to accomplish a goal. And so, we have simple checklists. To, to go through and say, to look at our ad and say, does it accomplish these goals? 
First, what is our goal? And then a checklist. Does it accomplish these? Ask yourself each one of the questions. And it's starting to understand, is it perfect? Probably not. But does it accomplish the goals that we're setting out to do? That's pretty important. I literally saw an ad the other day that was a wonderful ad. It was it was beautifully done. It was artistic. It was it had a, a wonderful message, branding message. They didn't put their logo on it. I could not tell you if I stood there and looked at it for an hour what it was for. Very artistic. Beautifully done. Beautifully executed. They didn't put their logo or even I mean even a way to contact them. Wow. I mean, I can't tell you how many ads I've seen where somebody didn't answer one of the, the basic questions. And so no matter how much money they spent, they weren't going to get any return on it. Or it was very difficult to get a return because somebody could, didn't know how to contact you or something like that. So, you know, that good enough is good enough. We have to learn when that is. And in farming, man, it's Good enough has to be good enough sometimes because we only have so many hours in the day. And I know on my farm, man, I have to get, you know, when we, we, we run a commercial forage farm, say we've got 100 acres knocked down. We've mowed down 100 acres and we're bailing it and we see the rain coming in. Well, the minute I see that, we're starting to prioritize what we have to do when we have to do it so that we can get that hay from, from the baler to covered storage. Because once that hay gets rained on, it's virtually worthless, for, especially in large square bales. So we're focusing on that, you know, that deliverable, which is putting that hay in the barn. We're starting to understand, oh, man, it's going to rain. So do we stop baling and start, you know, do we shift everybody? I mean, I'm getting out of the baler. I'm jumping in a, a transport wagon and I'm loading and stacking and got somebody shifting from the field over to the barn and it, all of the stuff going on so that we can manage that that deliverable once we see there's a rain chance. So, you know, understanding that that process is a key thing in making that judgment of when good enough is good enough. And we need to be thinking about that in our marketing too. Because 80% is probably better than most people expect. And again, I'm a perfectionist, so I struggle with this. But it is probably one of the best things you can do. It's a great lesson to learn, to understand when good enough is good enough. And with that, I'm going to get out of here. You have a wonderful day. God, good luck and God bless. And we'll catch you in the next one.